So, you know, the other day I was uh, I was watching this Netflix special. It's like a mini series that Kevin Hart has. It's called Don't Fuck This Up. And I could say don't fuck this up because that's actually the title. They have asterisks, but, you know, I'm a grown man, so I could say. Your 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 parents aren't going to yeah, paddle no, you. Nobody's going to send me to my room. Yeah. Um, and it goes through a bunch of Kevin Hart's recent stuff, like cheating on his wife and blah, blah, blah. But one specific thing uh, that jumped out at me, and, and I got the uh, boomer version of Triggered. And I'm not a boomer, but like I guess they call anybody older boomer. But what happened was the the whole time that Kevin Hart was doing the Oscars, when when he was about to host the Oscars, and they said you said some shit about gay people a decade ago, and so I hate you. Um, You're not allowed to do X, Y, and Z anymore. Yeah, like they they. And the thing that the thing that really made me mad about it was the fact that, you know, my favorite comedian of Kevin Hart's era is Patrice O'Neill. Rest in peace. And Patrice O'Neill would say, like, some of the most outlandish stuff. There was no way he was ever going to host any Oscars if he stayed alive. But the most hardworking comedian <laughs> is Kevin Hart. Like, this dude works 24-7. He, he'll, at any given time, be working on three movies a special <coughs> in a 50,000 seat arena and bigging up all the people around him so that they have stuff to do also. And in addition, he's also starting programs for people that are like, you know, disadvantaged and things like that. Charitable. Yeah. Charitable programs to help the disadvantaged. And it just struck me as kind of like it annoyed me that this silent this this vocal minority that used to be something that we like oh you're mad at Beavis and Butthead get the fuck out of here it, <laughs> before they had a platform to talk about it on yeah like that was a, that's yeah. really what happened is some there's a platform everyone's everyone has a soapbox in their pocket yes and and, exactly. and they basically like you can see footage from back in the day of Kevin Hart going, I just want to host the Oscars and him working toward that. And in this miniseries, when he gets the call where he's getting offered the Oscars, he's doing a show in Australia and he comes out to the crowd and he's damn near crying like I made my goal. And over 140 characters a decade ago, not even something like he's talking about his kid in a tongue-in-cheek way and the thing that he said on stage and people laughed at mm-hmm. now now that oh, goal yeah and it's in a comedy performance where everything should be kind of tongue-in-cheek anyway yeah like twitter is tongue-in-cheek as a whole there's no such thing as something that somebody said on twitter that you're gonna be like oh that's that's the thing you're you're contracted to that opinion forever i just it it annoyed the ever-loving fuck out of me and so I, I want to talk about cancel culture. So welcome to End of a Species podcast. <laughs> so where we talk about all kinds of stuff that floats into our heads or just pisses us off in general. You know what really or, grinds or, my gears? Or something that we're completely happy and, and loving on, like, you know, some of our more froofy episodes about stuff we love. Yeah. Which those are great, too. But 
I'm Adam. Um, I'm a regular on this podcast, and we have our primary MC. Yeah, I'm Jeff. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little angry right now. If you can't tell, <laughs> over Skype joining us, we have a uh, Brian. What's going on? Um, I would tell you what I normally call him as a nickname, but I we would get canceled. So yeah, you don't want to, yeah, like I don't, don't want to piss off. Outrage. Yeah, I don't want to piss off all the uh, the people out there that'll write to the Twitters. Um, you know what I've wanted? I would love us to be trending on Twitter for even for anything, even if it is negative. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you know what I really want to do. You know, like screw these people on YouTube, <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, cancel EOAS trending <laughs> for their forty-five subscribers, or what, I don't even know how many we got, but still, like, that's generous. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but we love and appreciate every single one of them. And just as a thing, because I forgot to do this in one of our more recent ones. Shout out to my boy Angelo, who says he's an avid listener. I appreciate, All right. I appreciate him listening, and he says he loves he loves our way of talking. So, Angelo, if you're listening to this one, because we haven't been broadcasting in a while, maybe you deleted us. I don't you know. know what? But, like, we appreciate you listening. I 100% appreciate Angelo. And as an aside to that, I'm going to get this out of the way early. GameStop, if you're listening, fuck GameStop. <laughs> the fuck out my face with that shit you know what i really want to do though like i want as to... an as, as an aside i i read something in an article because like google recommends articles to me gamestop's profits were down like 50 percent this last holiday season i'd like to think yeah. it's because of us <laughs> if we had anything to do with that i'm a happy i can sleep tonight without any medication if that's the case, that that would make me super happy. But here's the thing. So I want to have enough of a budget where I can hire us an army of private investigators to follow anybody who's been part of this vocal minority. And if they go to Starbucks and they get their order wrong and they go, you F word. Yeah. Or whatever. And they have like a blow up. videotape it at goddamn fucking Trader Joe's like you you guys are out of kale whatever the fuck it is tape it post it and get them to lose their fucking post office job that's what I would love because nobody really wants that nobody wants their worst moment when they like you know there's times where I'll go get food and my wife will tell you if I get home and they didn't get her honey mustard There's that moment where she sees a psycho come out. Like, I'm mentally killing everybody at (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And she goes, it's okay. Chick-fil-A? It's pretty rare that Chick-fil-A fucks it up. I mean, it's usually like like McDonald's or something. Like, fucks stuff up and you want $15 an hour. I call Adam all the time. Like, yo, they want $15 an hour. I've been at the drive-thru for 30 minutes. Um... (laughs) But you know, you know, it's uh, in New York City now. That's the minimum wage for everybody now. Really? Well, I New York. You're, you're down in Florida, so you're not staying up on that now. Look, but, my day job yeah. is of is of highly skilled job, so that would that must mean that if I move to New York, I'll be making guap. <laughs> maybe, maybe not, and still be living in like a tiny house, like a tiny. Yeah. 
my like, kitchen thirteen hundred dollars thirteen hundred dollars a month for a broom closet like, for like, in yeah. for a broom closet apartment in downtown said, new york yeah you, they said you need to make two hundred twenty thousand dollars to live comfortably in new york city god <laughs> oh, oh i just ooh. that hurts my stomach yeah hey yeah. brian you want to tour my apartment you want to see it again <laughs> yeah we're done yeah here we go there it is you see everything the closet yeah. doesn't have a door so you can just like <laughs> spin around um but yeah like think about that Th- i mean i understand the uh, the concept of people or co- public figures that are actors comedians blah 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 but we're so connected now we're so overly connected now right that you can't it, it's such a ridiculous standard to think hey we are going to hold you accountable for every word that comes out of your mouth and in addition to that we're going to follow you around with cameras microphones we want you to consistently give us your thoughts so if you have a moment of weakness it's one thing to say okay this person is like a genuine you know like a a, a damn near serial killer or whatever but if it's just like hey i just had this thought in February of 2011, I don't, I don't subscribe to the idea that 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 should be well, the, even the be all end all. Even then, to a point, like who's the person that's going that far back in anyone's account to like find that and like and then take something so out of context to be yeah, it's, to it's, blow it up to be like you should lose your job because you said something you know nine years ago like off off cuff like what who who's doing that you know who does that psycho stalker ex-girlfriends that's who does that they're going through all your like this is back in the day like all your myspace page like going like who's who's in this photo who is that person in the background like who commented on his page who's that like that's my sister. <laughs> Twelve years ago. Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, I, I had a life before this. Yeah. You realize this. This stuff happens pretty often, though. Like you see it a lot with athletes, especially when people dig up, you know, some guy's Twitter from when he was sixteen or thirteen or something like that, and now he's in the NBA, you know, and they dig it yeah. up, and it's like, you know, he was like, he was literally a child at the time, like. Yeah. All your, right, your criminal record can't come out after you turn 18. Like, why should yeah. your Twitter account? Look, let me tell you something. I challenge any 16-year-old in the country to have, to be put in a situation as like a LeBron James when he was 16, where, yeah, you're great at basketball and you're in the national spotlight, but when, you, when, the, when, the, when the buzzer hits for the end of the fourth quarter and you leave... Yeah. The amount of females, the amount of <laughs> like, and that's on one end is females, but the amount of everything, like your life is temptation. Yeah. Out Just off nonstop. the court. I challenge anybody who's 16 to have enough of a head on their shoulders that they don't do something they're going to regret 20 years later when it matters. Yeah. You know, there's 16-year-olds that try to get into that situation that don't have the skills to, like, pull that many females or sneak into the club that they, that, you know, a LeBron would get into for free when he's 16. And 
to hold people accountable for that is is outrageous. Like it's absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah. On the other side of that too, though, is that you got to be smarter. Like if you're somebody who just got to the NBA or just became famous, you probably should just delete your social media and start over from that point because, <laughs> because there's gonna be something in there that people are gonna dig up eventually. Yeah. You know. So. But. To be fair, the, we're in such a connected age that, I mean, think about it. Think about where we were 20 years ago. And if we had the connections that we had now, your Twitter doesn't matter. Somebody took a picture of you, right? Yeah. So if I went to a club and I did A, B, or C, if I had a drunken tirade back then, 20 years ago, there was no iPhone where five, yeah. you know, you, you go to a club now and you flip out. That's on YouTube tonight. Like, there's yep. 50 people that pulled out their phones and are like, oh, there's the yep. drunken asshole. That's another thing you hear from athletes all the time, too, is saying, man, I'm, you know, the older guys, you say, you know, I'm glad none of this was around when I played because it would have been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you this. Like, Dave Chappelle absolutely shuts down all phone usage during his mm-hmm. during his shows. And I commend him for it. Um, I know for him, he says that it's so that people don't like because comedians work on their, you know, the 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 material that you see on a two hour special on HBO or a one hour special on HBO has been worked through the circuit. Like they don't just write it last night and then just give you that material. They go to the little clubs. And so. Well, they try it out and they see what yeah. works, and then they're like, "Okay, so like this got this got a laugh, but if I tune it a little bit more, I think I could get a bigger laugh, or you know, say this, or put this joke before this, or reference this joke, like in this joke from before, so that stuff kind of like you know has connections." And then they're like, "Okay, this joke didn't work at all. I'm gonna toss this one, and then keep and they keep it going," you know. But, but the like, side effect of that is. That there are jokes that you can tell in New York that may not work in Texas and vice versa. There are things that you there are subjects that you can just freely go into a a comedy club in Florida and say and just make fun of something, you know, and people won't get outraged. And usually it's whatever is local to that place. Right. Like if if something terrible happened somewhere in Texas and some massacre happening, then a comedian's joking about it two nights later. For some people, that might be a release for them. Like, oh, I can laugh about this. Whereas if you did it, you know, across the country, the oh, it's too soon. Yeah. Too soon. You don't know. So getting rid of that cell phone usage at a at a show eliminates that idea that somebody who wasn't in that room doesn't know what just happened is does not have the context of where the joke came from can't just go in after the fact monday morning quarterback it and say everybody in there they're just you know all of these people that can afford to go out to a dave Chappelle show and and stay there till they they don't have a voice enough to say whether it's too much or not you know they i need to speak up for them because they're all victims of this horrible joke that he told. Mm. So, uh, and then you wonder, like, maybe they don't know what victim means. Because, yeah. like, 
Can you be a victim of a joke? No, not really. I don't think I don't, so. I don't think you can. You know, maybe something that's personally directed at you, you know. Yeah. But a, a just a general joke, I mean, come on. Even then, I'm a big dude, and if somebody makes fun of my weight, I don't, I mean, do it. There are some people, I mean, in a way, there are, it, it's different strokes for different folks, right? Like, for me, I don't care if you make fun of me have at it if it's funny it's great if it's not i come from an era where if you if you didn't come with like good material i'm gonna murder you for it <laughs> so I'm, i can dish it out but some people can't and it really is up to them to to make that you know that's part of growing up that's part of yeah. part of being part of a society is learning to vocalize that and you don't have to be forceful about it just hey that's not cool and that's fine. And in most situations, that works. But it almost marginalizes the people that are victims of something, right? Yeah. By making everybody a victim. You know, uh, the house that w where we record, I, have, I, I, I like my house. I have a nice house. And when we were buying it, the, uh, the realtor that sold us this house was... Or the, the realtor that was selling the house, not our realtor, but she was asking me what I thought about um, racism in my town because I'm, I'm Spanish. And I just laughed at her. I'm like, I don't care. Like, this is my third house. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> racism. You can't hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like, I own property. I have a nice job. Like, get out of here, racism. Yeah. I guess some people just, you know, their feelings get hurt easily. Like you were saying, like, somebody you know makes fun of your weight you know you just shake it off some people it may hurt them a little bit but at the end of the day like yeah you're gonna be upset maybe for a few minutes about it and then you go about your life like it didn't it didn't change anything in your life you know you know if it hurts you that's one thing but i really i mean it offends me when somebody wants to take up for me like if i go to some of the places i used to hang out with and somebody goes hey big man or hey platano or whatever <laughs> If I, don't, I, I don't know what that means. Plantains, plantains. It's, I'm Dominican, so oh. you know you Dominican Dominicans. Hey, where's your machete? Ha ha. <laughs> if I didn't say anything, then and especially if I'm laughing, if somebody comes, I mean those are dumb. But like if somebody says something especially clever and I'm laughing, oh you got me. Ha ha ha. That's not a nervous laugh. I'm I'm. I'm good. Do you, I do not need defending. And I think a majority of people that go through these types of things are in that same position where, hey, you don't need to speak up for those people, especially if it's a joke. You know, um, there's also such a big thing of right now where people are offended for the sake of being offended for whoever, like something happens and then they have to bring up like who that could be offending. And to an ex to an extent like yeah like you like be like an a sympathetic person like don't just go down like get down on people for how they are or how they look or you know race sex you know orientation whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter but like just to get upset because somebody said something what which you know Again, like we were talking about 20 years ago, 20 years ago would have been relatively innocent or 
on you know understanding like to have someone go off and have like an internet tirade of whatever just because they can you know like it what good are you doing by like just going off on somebody and just bringing all this attention to something that's not really even a thing like did that person like are you are did the person that you offended like get up and say hey stop doing that and then the other person who made the offensive comment just keep going or and then now you're standing up with them or are you just in there in the fight just to be in the fight like are you just wanting your 15 minutes of like attention for whatever it is that you're doing like it doesn't make any sense like i think i think some of it is almost like a hey look at me and how angry i am don't i care so much as opposed to like any kind of like genuine outrage for anybody red man yeah. just dropped a single god bless him i don't know if you i don't know if either of you've seen it uh it's on youtube um and it's called slap the shit out you yeah and it's hilarious um i was laughing through it before this song start i mean and literally it's it's gratuitous he he's just talking about how people go up to him and ask for stuff and he's just slapping them like that's the the whole hook is him <laughs> slapping people in the uh in the video but before the song starts there's a kind of tongue-in-cheek, kind of laughy, like, hey, this isn't promoting domestic violence. If you have domestic violence, that wouldn't have happened 20 years ago. Oh, where you had to, like, clarify, like... <laughs> now, I, he does I don't, it in a jokey way. Like, I don't, just P.S., like, before this starts, I don't beat my wife, so it's we're, <laughs> we're not doing that, so just yeah. so you know. <laughs> now, he again, he does it in a very jokey way, but... 20 years ago, you don't have that disclaimer. You can say something like that and say, hey, don't do that because this is a jokey song. You know, there's a part where he's like literally has his arms out at arm, like just out and he's just spinning around and that's how he's smacking people. It's cartoonish. And the song itself is fucking awesome. But I'm sure there's somebody out there. Did you mean to slap the people that are coming up to you, your fans? <laughs> yeah. Didn't I mean this is this is gonna date me, not me, but like my tastes and, and stuff. But like, wasn't there a show like To the Moon, Alice, and he shakes his fist at his wife? Yeah, like, the honeymooners. Yeah, yeah. The, the that, honey, that dates you just in the wrong way. <laughs> I think you're actually the youngest person on this show right now. Ageism. <laughs> ageism. Cancel. End of a species. He made fun of him because he's young. Yeah. And I'm old and shit. So cancel the whole show. I'm just I'm just well versed in Nick at Night. That's all. It, yeah. <laughs> that's all it was. And I don't even is Nick at Night still a thing? Like Nick at Night was a thing when I was growing up because like I Friday nights I'd stay up late and I'd watch I Love Lucy and. Uh, Honeymooners, Dick Van Dyke show. I love the Dick Van Dyke show. That is such a good show. But like Green, bro, a Green Acres, bro. All in the family. Come oh. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, any any TV from before, like from like the eighties and before, was wouldn't be able to be on TV today. Yeah. Pretty much no. all those shows. Yeah. That it's gone. Oh, you know the uh, Dick Van Dyke. I love Lucy. Where, you know, Lu uh. 
Ricky Ricardo. Desi comes home. And, Desi Arnaz, yeah. And oh, did you did you clean the house today? Oh, uh, <laughs> let that happen today. <laughs> you, well, I remember I remember an episode of that where he's talking about how what like Lucy did something to mess up his show at the club or whatever, and then he starts saying something in Spanish. And then he makes this motion with his hands, and he goes like he's breaking her neck. <laughs> I'm like, and then she makes a face, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like he's gonna strangle her and twist her head off. Like that sounds really bad. Yeah, today that would trigger a Nancy Grace special. He killed his wife. She's still alive, but he killed her. She's he's terrible. Cancel Ricky Ricardo. Oh my God, it's. I get I. I think I, the reason that I get so mad about it is that the expectation for people who are either in the public square... Any kind of spotlight. Public spotlight, yeah. Or are good at something. Because there are people that get the same kind of treatment behind the scenes. The expectation nowadays is that you're perfect all the time. And for someone like me, I... Do not post a lot on social media, but that's just because I'm from a different like I'm from a generation before social media. So for me, posting on social media is a foreign entity to me. Like I'm used to my birthday was just recently and I'm used to receiving text messages or a phone call directly to me as opposed to somebody who posts on a wall for everybody to see and says, happy birthday. Not that it's bad for them to do it. But I'm just not that. That's just not the the era that I. Came if you from. post on Instagram like "Happy Birthday, Jeff," but like Jeff never goes to check it, like, are you really sell, telling Jeff yeah. "Happy Birthday"? <laughs> like, well, that's that's exactly why I texted you yesterday. Because <laughs> correct, I figured that, I figured that exact thing. You don't really go on Facebook, so I do not. And so I I'm I'm shielded from it because I can have all the ridiculous thoughts that I want and the only person that hears it is either you guys or my wife and it's mostly her cuz I'm just in the living room saying some ridiculous like Archie Bunker would blush at the stuff that comes out of my mouth but I'm not putting it on Twitter for somebody to say you thought that about that horrible accident that happened like yes I did but you didn't hear it and so there's two things that happen. Number one is that this current generation just says too much out there. There's a reason why, you know, I grew up where your family will say some ridiculous stuff within the house. And you have that old, you know, don't take sides against the family. I knew it was you, Fredo. And... <laughs> That's the whole thing. I'm not going to go out and be like, hey, you know, like like little kids. Mom said that you suck or whatever it is. There's a reason that stays in the house. And so now with the social media era, all of that shit goes out. Like it's out. Everybody can see it. All you have to do is click follow and you see everything that all the crazy stuff that comes to somebody's mind. The other part of it. Speaking of which, there's a person that I'm aware of that I've had interaction with. And I've talked with some of my work colleagues about him, and we call him Samurai Sean because he's a dude who carries around a katana, but he's mentally unstable. But, like, he just carries it around, and, like, he's got throwing stars, and he's got a Facebook page where he talks about government nonsense and all this stuff, and we're like, oh, look, is, 
Look, there goes... Is, is he a... Hold on. There goes I'm Samurai. getting excited. There goes Samurai Sean. He, he's from Georgia. Hold on. <laughs> Give me a moment here. <laughs> is he possibly a sovereign citizen? <laughs> is that what um, we're talking about? He... Would you define... Look, I, look don't play with me, Adam. <laughs> I'm being serious right it's, now. It's because very... Because if he is... Is he a... Just, just tell me straight... It's very or possible. Or let me down. Like, it's, just rip it like a Band-Aid. It's very possible, yeah. Is uh, Samurai Sean... Don't possible me. Like, I just need a black or white. Is he a sovereign citizen? Well, he, he, talked, he talked to me the other day about how the government can't tell him who he is because he... He's a sovereign citizen. He identifies himself by himself oh. being identified as himself, and he identifies yes. himself, and the government can't tell him how to identify himself through anything else. Yes. But then he's talking about how he wants to cash his government welfare check. Yes. Or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> if you can't see me right now, I'm like hopping around in my chair. I'm so happy. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to cash his check and you're, we're like, you, you, you don't have an ID. We can't cash your check because we can't prove that this is you. I'm identifying myself as, as, as this, you can cash the check. And I'm like, oh. no, that's not how that works. It's not, <laughs> that's not a thing. Like you just go, just take your birth certificate and go get a new ID. It's that's all. Like no, I, I identify myself as Sean, whatever his name is, and then he loses. Like it's he's oh, he's he's this, and it's, we call him Samurai Sean, but he's this like redheaded white boy from Georgia with dreadlocks. It is the most bizarre, <laughs> bizarre thing, and he racism oh, it's, cancel. It's it's just it's just weird to see him like, you know, I'm going to write a strongly worded it's letter. The, it's the middle of July and he has like a leather coat, like a like a leather duster, you know, and sandals. Dear Susan something something from YouTube. I'd like to let you know that Adam from End of a Species said redheaded white boy. <laughs> that offended me. <laughs> I, of course, am from Trinidad <laughs> and have nothing to do with redheads or white boys. But mm. I am offended for all Irish people out there. I don't, I don't know that he's Irish. So. Um, well, Irish people are redheaded. Uh, nationalism. I'd like to cancel the Trinidadian person that wrote that letter because <laughs> they assumed that Samurai Sean was... Irish. Do you see where this can go? Yeah, but like it's a, it's a vicious spiral. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some of my alkaline water. Mm. I'm just mad. Anyway, continue. Sorry. I, well, no, it's I interrupted you, so like I'm, my part's done. So whatever you were saying. Well, we're tangenting here. <laughs> this is a stream of consciousness about how we're mad that for yeah. saying some weird shit, your whole shit could get canceled. Yeah, and then that's it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Now, don't don't confuse that with you know, college kids taking pictures of themselves doing something criminal and posting it on Facebook like a fucking idiot and then going, "Oh, I got fired?" <laughs> There's a big difference and nuance is important and context is important. If if I 
was somebody who posted on social media often. And I said, you know, this news thing happened and I don't think it's that important. That's a lot different from somebody beating up a homeless person and taping it and then posting it on social media to have some laughs. Yeah. You know, you might go, oh, that that was an earthquake that happened. And I don't and I'm like, "Eh, earthquakes happen all the time. Uh, There's a conversation that I have with people where certain things that happen in the news, I I don't put as much importance on. And then they like some people in my orbit will be like, well, how come? And I'll tell them that, look, and for all you listeners out there, I want you to know this anywhere in the country right now. Within 10 miles of where you're standing, there's at least one woman currently putting the lotion in the basket. You can tell because if you go to a post office, there's a picture of somebody who's missing. And that's in your vicinity. That's in your town right now. There's a high likelihood of that. Depending on where your town is, it's probably more than one that's missing. And... The, a lot of the news articles that I get sent to me have to do with something that's happening thousands of miles away. Focus on the woman putting the lotion in the basket. And that's something you can you can actually affect that. You can go door to door or whatever it is that you do to f- help find, you know, Sally Jenkins. who's yeah, missing for the, the that, last three months. Yeah. And that's across the country. I'm telling you, like, across the country. If you look it up, it's it's a thing. Like, it's, it's an epidemic. I watch Investigation Discovery obsessively. This happens a lot. So... In your Facebook... If you know, I was you, to post about that... YouTube, if I, TV, investigations. Matter of fact, me saying this right now could potentially have somebody... Oh, well, are you saying that it... No, I'm saying go find Susan Jenkins. Worry about that. That you can affect. <clears throat> Susan oh. Jenkins is not a person that we actually know. That's not a real person. Names have been changed to protect the, uh, the, the, I guess the person who didn't come home last night. But again, it's me saying that on social media could be misconstrued, misinterpreted, or you know inferred to mean something else. And I'm and when all I'm saying is, if I see something on the news and it's happening a half a world away. You know, there's things. It's, it's in- more difficult to directly affect that. Like, there's there's a there's a whole conversation that's out there. Is like you need to feed the starving children in Africa, India, China, where you know wherever. And I'm like, there's starving people in your town, probably. There's yeah. people that aren't eating right now. Absolutely. That you know yeah. didn't go to bed with a full stomach or didn't wake up or have anything to eat all day, and it's not because they're you know on a fasting, low-carb, high-protein diet. or whatever. Adam and I are in the southeast, and we are very, very close to a town that has a very, very high incidence of homelessness. And so, go there. Yeah, go go hand, hand out blankets and, you know, bag lunches. Like, there's, there's a thing, there's, there's an understanding that I have, like, about helping homeless people. And... It's just because I've I've seen it in in different lights and talking to people about it and talking to them on their own is that I I always tell you know people don't give don't just hand them money because they're gonna go buy 
alcohol and cigarettes or worse with it. Like that's anti homeless person. <laughs> it, uh, if if you like, but like all, I always like, but like if I've got like leftovers from eating out or whatever, and I see a person that's like anything helps, whatever. Like I'll give you my my white box from you know where Chili's or wherever I ate or whatever. Like you can have the food. Like I'll give you the food, but I'm not just gonna hand you cash because that can go that could go anywhere. And you'd be surprised. There's also the thing, like, you'd be surprised at the amount of people that, like, sit on a corner and hold a sign that, like, have jobs, like, have money, have a car that they drove to that corner in. They parked it across the street in the mall parking lot, and they're just hanging out there because it's like, hey, yeah, I could sit here for four hours and make, you know, 130 bucks, you know, by doing nothing, you know. So people just hand them cash. But you hand them a sandwich? It's, you feel like you've done something that's more directly helping them than giving them the means to just abuse their habit. Now, here's a solution for anybody who's offended by what Adam just said and um, and wants to cancel stuff, right? <laughs> There's a very easy solution, whether it's us, uh, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, or anything. It, it's really easy, right? Um, like, let's say... Let's say, for example, like I'm a hip hop head, not a fan of certain artists, whether it's because I don't like what they say or I just don't think they're good. I don't I mean, I don't write a letter like I don't let them live rent free in my head. I just don't play their shit. Don't. Yeah. I mean, if you are not supporting their album, like it's less likely that they're going to buy They're going to make another one because they're like, wow, I put all this time and effort and I didn't make any money maybe I suck <laughs> and you know what the best part is if they have a thousand like I don't listen to country music but the CMA awards happen every year like clockwork I know they exist I know there's a lot of people that do yeah. I don't have to change that like go ahead listen to your music whatever you want to listen to I whether it exists or not I don't have to do anything with it so if you have for example a show that oh, I can't believe they talk about that so blatant, like so flippantly. Just don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. It's fine. It's not. I guarantee you it's doing less damage than a lot of the stuff within a 10, 15, 20 mile radius of your house that you could be going to go fix. Volunteer at your local homeless coalition or whatever. But you won't do that. And you know why? Because it's it's something you have. Like, it's so easy. It's so easy to go on Twitter and I don't like blah, blah, blah. You can do that while you're sitting on a toilet. Yeah, you can do that so easily. And you're not really doing anything, right? So There's no no consequence either. If, you know, if you're not a famous person anyway. Until I get my PI squad out there. (laughs) And I'm going to randomly... Like, I... (laughs) You know what? I'm thinking of the end of uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where they go and find all the fucking <laughs> the people, people who, who wrote bad shit about the movie, and they just yeah. knock on their door and beat them up. But me, I'm gonna. It's, it's worse. It's a. It's psychological. I'm gonna. A. Oh, did you yell at that McDonald's person for not putting cheese on your thing and putting pickles when you said no pickles, and you yelled? Did you curse when you yelled? You know that person's poor, right? Oh, sorry, you're gonna have to get fired. 
I'm <laughs> posting this on social media tonight. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You know how you wrote some stuff about whatever athlete and they had to apologize or whatever for some nothing that they did. Well, the nothing that you did. You yeah. Know. Now you lose your job and livelihood. Uh, Surprise. See how that affects you. Just keep that same standard going. Yeah. Do you think maybe they're like some of it is upset because it's like jealousy? Like, how can they make that joke and they're making millions of dollars and like I can make that joke at work and then like I got written up? (laughs) Yeah, it was inappropriate, Steve. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to make that joke at the water cooler. But it's the same one Kevin Hart did. I don't care what Kevin Hart did. (laughs) Kevin Hart uh, had people pay him. To walk yeah. into a room with him so he could say that joke. We're all here to make our money. We don't need to hear your your racist, homophobic, you know, anti whatever joke. Like, get back to your cubicle. There's also an art to telling a joke, right? Like, you can tell a joke that seems offensive, and if you know how to do it, if you're a professional comedian, for example, you probably know how to tell the joke without, like. I'm sure that there are people that go to a comedy show and then they go to work and they butcher it. <laughs> and they go I'm sure yeah, that was I'm all sure. the Indians have red skin. <laughs> and that and wasn't every, the punchline. And every everyone's shoulders just go up and they're like <laughs> I don't know if it's jealousy. I, re- I I don't think that it's jealousy. I'd like to think it isn't. It might not be the primary motive, but like it could incentivize to like just like, I mean, there is some hatred, I mean, there. But I think a lot, of, you know, they say idle hands are the devil's playground. I think it's you don't have anything better to do. I, I don't want to think that people who have their faculties intact and have critical thinking ability will honestly say that a joke made I was about to say Louis C.K. but I don't think that he's is he acceptable yet? I don't think so. I don't think he's I don't think so. He's not a thing. I haven't haven't heard anything new from him and jeez. You know I've I've been lately I've been I've been watching uh, comedian Andrew Schultz. He's actually going to be near me soon and I'm going to try to get to watch him and his his sets can be a little you know, on the on the line for some people. I love it. I I, I think he's, he's hilarious. But like, okay, Daniel Tosh. Here's he's one that oh. has had some ridiculous shit come out of his mouth. But yeah, he you, said some ridiculous shit about a lot of stuff. Yeah, but if you really think that him doing a set, or we'll go further, a rapper like Kendrick, Eminem, somebody like. You, you know, they, they said some cartoonish whatever, right? If you really... Th- I, I can't imagine that people... Aren't, like, if you sit down, you're seriously with a straight face telling me, yeah, that's that's contributing to the the whatever it is because they said the thing that they said. You know, even further, I, I'll I'll give you a little bit on athletes because... I'm from New York, 
And I remember going to Yankee games and then going to bars that players from the Yankees hung out at afterwards. Now, at the time, I was already grown enough to go to bars. So if I saw somebody doing something stupid at a bar, it's not like, I want to do that. But I can see how some people can say, okay, you look up to... Kevin Garnett, you look up to Eli Manning or whatever, and if they do some some dumb stuff, or like uh, uh, I see, I saw them smoke weed, so now I want to smoke weed. I'll grant you that. Oh, like the swimmer. That was a big thing, right? They took his gold medal away. Oh, they did, the, didn't uh, they? The Olympics. What was his name? Whatever. So, yeah, the they I mean, he he got caught smoking weed and he lost all of his endorsements and, you know, I think they took some gold medals away and so on and so forth. So Yeah, Michael Phelps. 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 Yeah. So, um I don't I don't know for sure, but like he got chastised. I know he lost a lot of endorsements and like you know that's money in his pocket, and it's like, look, he just went and won like three hundred and eleven gold medals for swimming. Like, if he wants to smoke some weed, go ahead. Like, it's obviously not, you know, a, a, a performance enhancer. Like, who? Yeah, <laughs> like I don't see weed as something that makes you swim better either. Yeah, no. So yeah, maybe it helps you, him learn how to hold his breath or something. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Nope. It's just, nope. It's just one of if, those things if, that if you are somebody who's been around a lot of weed smokers, you know that they do not have the greatest <laughs> lung capacity. All of a sudden, like especially right. ones that really smoke, it's run a half a block with them, and you <gasps> like. But it, I I get it. I get it that if you're in a certain position, you you know I'll make I, I'll I'll semi concede the argument that you're a role model to certain people. Yeah, people look up to you for certain things, you know. But that's where parents come in, and parents. I mean, parenting is not an easy job, but that's why it's a job. Like it's something you your responsibility. So. There's a bunch of crazy people out there that do all sorts of stuff. If it's it's almost like a hydra. So if you're chasing, if you're instead of chasing your the upbringing of your child, you're chasing all the stuff around them. You're going to be chasing for a long time because there's a lot of people out there that do all sorts of all manner of weird stuff. And if you get rid of one, especially in Hollywood or uh, in any genre that's in the public square. There are going to be five more after that that are going to and and it's it's only going to get worse, right? Um, people used to make fun of Justin Bieber for being a jerk, and now I don't know their names, but there's like five hundred of him <laughs> doing weird shit out there. So, well, what was the kid? What was the kid? I mean, this was like kind of like a right, you know, a justified kind of an outrage. But what was the kid that he has a show on Disney? But he also had a YouTube show where he was just basically just being an asshole. And then he went to Japan and then filmed the dead body. Oh, yeah. The, the, the suicide forest thing. Yeah. And he, like, filmed the dead body. And they, like, I don't, I don't remember if they were poking it. But, like, he's wearing, like, a silly hat and, like, making jokes and whatever. I and forget like, the dude's name. It's, like, it's one of those that just. But, like, he, but he's one. Like, I consider him the same 
same kind of thing because like like six months later he's like making an apology and like oh i'm very sorry uh please continue to give me money and uh then he sets up a boxing match with another youtuber oh whatever just so you know and i'm just gonna riff off of that and that's coming all of you people out there that are like crowdfunded hipster douchebag i sit in my living room and talk into a camera people and i ask for money you're in my crosshairs. I don't have time today to, to skewer you. <laughs> but it's coming. That, that is coming. Just So just rest easy today. You dodged it because time is, you know, a, a fixed construct and it only goes one way so far. But that goes for anybody streaming, YouTubing, that kind uh, and I... There's no such thing as like there's big ones too that oh my my show if you want it to continue send five dollars no fuck you <laughs> but that's coming go that, get your job at McDonald's making fifteen dollars an hour like see what we're doing right now we're sitting around talking like some assholes you're never gonna see me be like yo send me five dollars so I could talk some more like an asshole this is an afternoon that we had off and we're doing this as a hobby if I make a trillion dollars doing it I'm happy if I make ten cents doing it or nothing. I mean, right now, I'm in the red. <laughs> right? I had to buy this microphone. This shit, they didn't give this to me for free. I'm in, but I'm never going to be like, hey, give me money so I can talk to you about whatever. This is just me having fun. Yeah, which is what it should be. Like, we shouldn't be, like... That's that's originally where it started. It was for to It was to have fun and be helpful. And now it's turned into, like, look, I'm an asshole with an opinion, too. Please send me $3,000 this month so I can, like, pay my rent. You know, it to it also, <laughs> that also goes into this whole the cancel culture thing because you have these channels that are dedicated to thinking, uh, oh, look at all the misogynists or look at all this stuff that's racist and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say something crazy right now, and it's okay if somebody goes on YouTube and says that they themselves have racist views or misogynist views. Maybe I'm not going to hang out with them, but we have freedom of speech. So you're, you know, enti- you're entitled to opinion no matter what As it long is, as you don't cross the plane, break the plane of my lawn, <laughs> like wherever my property is, you have the five feet easement. Or 10 feet, I don't know how much it is, but whatever the easement is where the utility company can touch, you can walk on that all day. But if you break the plane and I don't want you there, that's a whole different story. But if you want to go on a YouTube channel and say some dumb shit, I'm not going to watch it. Fine. Do your thing. As long as YouTube is okay with it on there, I'm not going to hold YouTube accountable for what you just said. However, um... All these people that are, oh, blah, 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 massage, send me money because that's, again, you're defending people that don't need to be defended, that don't probably don't want to be defended. They don't know about the thing that just happened because they are like normal people and they just avoided the shit. Like, oh, this person's talking about how women suck or how guys suck or how Spanish people suck. Guess what? You hit the little three buttons. You have a choice in your viewing material, and we appreciate you for watching End of a Species. Word. Yeah, watch us. Because 
This is the only right opinion <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> um, but you could just hit the thing, and then it says not interested, and and they there's a thumbs up and thumbs down. We appreciate thumbs up, but like you know, thumbs down some stuff. That's fine. Yeah, you know, or we don't... we appreciate the thumbs down too. Thank you for letting us know that you know we need to improve or whatever we don't encourage it you know we encourage positive yeah keep that shit to yourself positivity you know but you know but like everybody needs a cause today i don't have a cause my cause is the fact that i have so much ice cream cake in my house and only (laughs) one mouth just one and i'm not planning on eating all of it like i'm hoping that more people come to my house to not you guys that are listening because i don't know y'all but more people come to my house that are like loved ones to partake of it's like you know at the end of thanksgiving i always get a huge ass turkey and every time i do it right my wife goes last year we had so much fucking turkey like yeah but i don't want to have less turkey than than i need and then when dinner's over you look at the turkey and you're like we barely put a dent in that motherfucker (laughs) and you look at everybody that came over like you you guys are taking turkey right yeah turkey stuffing mashed potatoes corn take a take a bag full of shit yo mac and cheese yeah we got ziplocs and you get like for Christmas, we did the, the spiral ham. I'm talking a lot about food, but <laughs> those are the things. See, that's the thing. Like, worry about that. We just had the holidays, right? So worry about that. Like, love, love ones around you and the time you spend. Not so much like hey, uh, this person said some shit that offended, should have offended somebody, but didn't. It doesn't offend me, but I'm gonna talk shit about it. Yeah, drinking some more of my alkaline water. Yeah. What's important is family and and time and goals and be- the the betterment and furtherment of mankind. Critical which, thinking, nuance. Which, which you know, as we've described in our channel, is like coming to a close. Like well, this is this is the end times for humankind. Something's gonna replace us soon enough. Yeah, so. there's no way. Look, I'm gonna tell you that this is the, this is the concept here. Like, if you go into the jungle everybody's gone like anybody who's been schooled on biology and whatever they've seen where oh the slow gazelle (laughs) that one gets eaten by the lion and the fast gazelles those are the ones that are and and don't misinterpret what i'm saying our slow gazelles do not get eaten yeah and that is a is a recipe for disaster. I'm not saying here that we should find anybody who's not up to snuff and I mean there's no ch- there's no solution for it. That's just what it is. It's the reality. Just take the warning labels off of a few things and then see where but that you, goes. But you see here's the and, and see that's the trap. <laughs> that's the trap that cuz cuz the reality is what it is, right? Uh-huh. Everybody in humanity like humanity won the game of life. We, we, we beat the high score. But the consequence to that is that everybody gets through. Yeah. Right? There's we, no solution to we've that. We've now written the Game Informer guide to get through to make it to the end of the game. Yeah. Where it's like, so, oh, yeah, here you go. So You deserve to live, too. There's not really... The reason I say there's not really a solution is because nobody's going to 
reasonably say, oh, let's start killing people. That's stupid, right? But because we're in this state, it's only a matter of time before the wrong person, because nobody wants to offend nobody, the wrong person gets in front of the switch that hits the, that has a second Chernobyl happen. Yeah. Like, think about it. And if they say something, you you don't want that person to do the thing, you're anti whatever that person is, and Nah, I mean it's it's scary. However, cancel culture sucks. Don't support it. If you see somebody that's saying, "Hey, that person should be canceled for whatever reason," they're human. Also, um, you're much better off either tuning to a different channel or providing them with feedback so that they can improve. Or just, or just taking what they said or wrote or did whatever with in context of what it's for. Not necessarily that they're hating on anybody or that they're doing something hateful. But, like, sometimes, you know, everyone, everyone's got an id, you know, and, like, maybe, you know, their dark things come out randomly in their, you know, Twitter feed or whatever. Like... Therapy for comedians is doing their stand-up. They they therap you know they they go to their own therapy by like just venting on stage, and they just do it in a humorous way. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're just venting and saying these dark things that are in their head to just get them out so that they don't act on them later. You know, maybe that's just their form of of handling their own business, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, definitely. Does anybody have any any like I know I did a lot of venting and I'm it's okay to vent. Overall, pretty spicy about this topic. Um, <laughs> hater culture is another one that we're gonna hit on, but and and I get angry at that as well. Yeah. But does anybody have anything to add before we close out? Let's do a quick census. Yeah. Um. No, I think I think the last thing I said was probably my my last necessary thought. Brian. Um no, I think we covered it pretty well. This might be the first and it's just cuz I'm mad. So this is going to be the first episode where we do it twice. Fuck GameStop. That does <laughs> need to get canceled. Um I think I think GameStop does need to get canceled. We'll, we'll have an episode at one point where I'll explain my the hatred of long GameStop. standing hatred of GameStop. But well, for they're, they're probably on the way out. I just saw that they're probably laying off or closing a bunch of stores again, so they're probably on the way out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They, well, they were part of the Think Geek website or whatever, and then they merged that into their GameStop website, and now it's all kind of a thing. And then now they're shutting those stores down and some yeah. other stuff like it's a it's complicated or whatever like everybody's buying games on you know everything's uh digital downloads now so yeah yeah bring back funko land let's do that <laughs> on that <laughs> yeah, note same, yeah um yeah so this was this episode of cancel culture for the end of a species podcast if you enjoyed what you heard give us a like Subscribe, all that other good stuff. Like and subscribe. I still don't know what any Hit of that the bell means because I'm an old fuck. 
that uh, like, just like, like is the thumbs up, and then subscribe means they get told when we post. There's a bell icon, too. And then Everybody tells me about a bell there's icon. There's a bell icon so that they get a notification when we post. Yeah, word. You want to know all the steps that I take and the two social media posts I make a year. <laughs> one to say, how do I use this? And the other one, I don't remember how to use this. Um, <laughs> and they're just they're just random things where your your selfie camera was on and it took like some weird like off centered picture of yourself or your foot or something and then that's that somehow gets posted. For me, most likely, it's like a ceiling fan, <laughs> a still shot. Like some, I don't know if it's running or not. Some random like TV stand with a light socket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nonsense. Well. On we, social media, you can find me at Tatooine Hermit on Instagram, and that's about the only place I've got anything. So. Bro, I can't stress this enough. I, I keep saying this to people, and they think I'm fucking around. If they don't know how to spell Tatooine, they don't deserve to talk to you. That's like some people spell it like it's a tattoo. It's not a tattoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian, you want to give your socials? Uh, well, I don't. I don't have Twitter right now. I should, probably should make one for this use, but I'm not using it right now. All right. So, everybody, be on notice. If Brian doesn't have a Twitter by the next episode, oh, we're canceling Brian. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Brian. End of a species. Um, my Twitter is Zeus and Jeff. But if you go there, I mean, you could follow me because it just gives me an ego boost when a lot of people follow me. But I'm not, I'm, I don't post on there. I just use it to like read shit, which is cool. Um, and I think End of a Species, we'll give the End of a Species socials next time because End of a Species does have uh, a Twitter and Instagram. We just haven't started uh, rocking out on it yet. We but, should post something tonight. Oh, just yeah. like, just like a, a picture of like the. You know, like a screenshot from the desktop or something. Like, just something, like, yeah. Pre- yeah, get, get prepared for our next week's episodes coming out, and then that's it, you know? That's it. I'm thinking I should post a picture here? of this damn near empty bottle of alkaline water. <laughs> so that people know what you're talking about? It's the one hipster thing that I do. Is it the one hipster thing? Yeah, That's my diet is horrendous. My <laughs> diet is from 1983. <laughs> like, I still do... Like, if I could find it, I, I'd still do Nestle Quick, the pink one. <laughs> like, all of my shit is old school. But uh, alkaline water. My wife mm-hmm. likes it. I drink it. I'm like, oh, I like Does this. it taste like water? It tastes like water. Oh, yeah. So, so drink more water. Just like, I think, a dollar more than... <laughs> 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 but um, we will see you on the next episode and somebody say something witty to close us out. Anybody. Or I will. Bazooka Joe. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>